Welcome back to Raw Nomadic Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. Wow, it has been a while. Thank you for being patient. So much has unfolded and it never just uh, felt like the right time to record another podcast, another episode. So I would <laughs> I would say, well, am I raw right now? No. Am I nomadic? No. Or I would be one or the other. And anyway, I'm here now. Thanks for tuning in. I think I may have to, I don't know, maybe I'll change the name of the podcast. I've thought about it before because you can't wait until everything is perfect to record an episode because <laughs> that just doesn't happen. Today, I broke up with my partner and I know this has come up before in previous podcasts, but Basically, <laughs> we've broken up several times over the past year, and then we felt like we leveled up once we talked everything out, and so we would just keep moving forward. And and maybe we had, and maybe this is just where it has led us. Um, two people can really care about each other and really love and respect each other, but just not be properly yoked you know, it's really hard on on both people when you want very different things. And in our case, he likes things very safe and very predictable and comfortable. And I literally seek discomfort. I want to live my life to the fullest and I want to realize my full potential. And I want to grow like crazy. And we just can't seem to make those two different viewpoints work together well. And also, you know, there are, there are other issues. It's not just that. Um, basically, it's, it's a difference in how we approach things, how we deal with disappointments and, and frustrations and... sometimes you just feel like you've outgrown the relationship and I do hope we're always friends um, and I adore his family I hope we're always friends I hope we're all still close um, he and his ex-wife are still very close friends so I don't see any reason why this can't happen but right now it's all very raw and painful and my dog is in the mix there and she's going to be staying with him. They take good care of each other and they're both homebodies. I don't think travel uh, represents anything good to her from her past since she was returned so many times so I understand that. Um, I think she could adjust but and maybe there will come a time where he will let me have her for a while. For right now, she needs to be with him and he needs to be with her. 
so tough though she's my daughter for sure and he's my best friend um, but uh, you know you know when you've outgrown a relationship and you know when you are damaging yourself by staying so moving on other things that are happening uh, the animal communication practice has been going really well I'm still doing um, donations only until September and that will have given me a good six months of practice I've had lots of practice it's been really exciting and fun and fascinating and it's also expanded um, because when I I bought dousing rods and started using those in the body scans and it just spread into other things and this past week I was with my family in Iowa and I did a session for my niece's boyfriend and um, I felt like that really opened things up and took it to a new level had a number of people come through and the the visual images that I get when I focus for you know more than a yes no question that I can ask the rods um, they were so specific and so beautiful the symbology it was like Russian nesting dolls one clue would be inside another would be inside of another and it would just like blossom and all of these things would be inside and the other side is so clever in the way that they use symbols and try to get you to say specific things. Um, for example, um, at one point I said I'm seeing two bars, two, just two, or sticks or ribbons, they're just two red bars. And he said, like prison? And I said, I guess it could be. And then as it turned out, the person he was connecting with who is actually living had two years left in prison and I wouldn't have said like bars like I, I it's just interesting how they get you to say what they want you to say at another point um, I was seeing uh, an old car and uh, the rearview mirror and there were flowers hanging from the mirror and a rosary then and he said, are the flowers roses? And I said, yeah. And he said, you know, my name, my mother's name is Rose. And so they were trying to get me to say rose between the roses hanging from the mirror and the rosary. Um, so yeah, just fascinating. Then I had a session with my aunt and two cats, her, both of her cats are living. Um, I did two sessions or well, two, I connected with both of her cats in the beginning because she was having problems with one of her cats. And then um, it led into 11 family members coming through, deceased family members. And every one of them, when I asked them to give me a picture of something, they would show her they had been with her at specific times they all came through like her jaw just kept hitting the table because it was like uh for example my grandpa showed motor oil and she just the day before um she had put too much 
motor oil in her lawnmower and had to siphon some out with a turkey baster. And this is something that he taught her. And then also the next day she was getting her oil changed. Actually, the day that she was, we did the reading, she was. And my grandpa was an absolute fanatic about this. So I thought, what an odd thing to show me, you know, a can of oil. But that was what that was about. My grandma was even more clever. She um, showed me a, a bag of bread, a loaf of bread. And I said, you know, they don't, they don't have bread stores anymore, do they? And she said, no, because I used to go to the bread store with my grandma. And she said, yes, she confirmed yes through the rods that I had gotten the symbol right. But then I think she's my grandma. She let me think, you know, that was right, but it was only half right. And um, it turned out, it was the twist tie because then I asked her to show me another symbol she showed me just the twist tie well she had showed me the loaf of bread the end with the twist tie first and that's when I had guessed bread store but then when she showed me the twist tie, I said she's showing me a twist tie and my grandma used to keep this drawer full of the twist ties which I thought <laughs> as a little girl I love to look in there because they were all different colors some were striped it was just kind of a, a cool thing to look at and dig through and see just all the different colors and things. Well, my aunt keeps a drawer just like that, and I didn't know that. And she, I said, when did you save a twist tie? And she said, yesterday. <laughs> so it was just things like this over and over again. Every single person that came through, all of her brothers, her parents, her husband, um, you know, some of them really made us laugh. Um, her her in-laws have both passed, and she lost two nieces, my sister and her other niece, um, and um, and her dad. It was like we had a party. Like, I didn't expect that at all. And everyone just blew us away with information. And I had to take a nap afterwards. I was so tired like that. Um, I would ask them, you know, we'd have yes, no questions I could ask with the rods. And then I would have to say, you know, do you want me to focus so you can give me an image um, or tell me, you know, some words? I am a little bit clairaudient, but I'm much more clairvoyant. And so um, I do really well with pictures. But sometimes they would come through with words, audible information. So anyway, I, I, an hour and a half of that, I was just like, um, it takes a lot of mental energy and I was super tired, but it was, it was incredible, just mind blowing. So I, that's something that I didn't expect to come out of animal communication. And I've always had an interest in mediums and um, the lives of mediums. And my dad and I used to trade books about mediums back and forth, like, for years and years we did this since I was a teenager and um, and that's what kind of sparked like things after he died that happened sparked you know my, my books I never wanted to be a medium though um, and now when I think about my second book it's like so obvious you know I just always thought it would be so overwhelming once you opened that door and and committed to that that type of life of service yet with the rods I feel like I have a gate I'm not being like every time I do a session I feel like my antenna goes as a little a little higher if that makes any sense my antenna is raised just a little higher 
so I'm a little more intuitive after each session, I feel, um, but it's, I'm not being bombarded. I'm not, um, I feel like I'm more intuitive than ever before, but I'm still able to have plenty of peace and quiet. Um, so, so that's how I'm navigating this. Um, so I've been on TikTok a lot with uh, the animal communication, just sharing like what it's like to learn how to do that and how the sessions are going and fun um, experiences and surprises. And I really, really enjoyed that. And um, I think overall, like things are going pretty well. It was uh, a very intense visit back to my family in Iowa, but also very good. Like there were moments of just were super intense, still things coming out about my sister's death. Um, and so that's a lot to process, but um, it's also, it's also just really nice to relax. I swam a lot at my niece's pool and we just talked a lot and so it was recharging also. It's okay. So this is really unusual, but I was leaving after a couple days and I only got maybe half an hour away and I just took an exit and found this picnic table with a giant butterfly behind it. I think it was like some kind of ice cream shop. And I just sat at that picnic table and thought like, I'm not ready to go home. And I turned around and went back and stayed several more days and that really felt right and I'm glad I made that decision. So it's okay to change course. <laughs> if you're in a place where you just everything is telling you to stay put that this is a good place to recharge and the energy is good where you are, it's okay or the energy is great where you were. It's okay to go back. It's okay. As far as raw goes, this is <laughs> kind of funny, but yesterday I listened to uh, Raw Natty Nate's interview with Jillian Barry on YouTube. It's a great interview. His interviews just keep getting better and better. When, when I first started listening to Nate, uh, I'm just a huge fan of Lissa and all of a sudden it was like this package deal and that took some adjusting and it, uh, he grew on me though, you know, and it's been interesting to see him grow. Of course, it's interesting to see Lissa, um, you know, blossom to the person she's become too. Just, um, just love those two. And I love their relationship and how it all started, uh, by him following her 30 day meal plan. And he Jillian asked him a lot of questions about that and about that book and how they met and everything. And it just drew me back to it because you know, I was raw for, not only did I go raw in Iowa, which has never happened before, but I stayed raw several days until it was time for me to go home. Interestingly enough, like right before it was time for me to go home and my anxiety was really up there and my niece was having, um, 
a really hard night and uh, I didn't want to leave her while she was in so much pain and uh, yeah so I broke raw we broke raw together and um, up to that point though like I was able to it's always been hard for me to stay raw when I go back home it's just a lot of emotions a real total mixture of all different kinds of energy and just it's just intense sometimes I have some survivor's guilt that I don't live there anymore and I don't deal with the things that they deal with um, but you know we all make our choices and and anyone can leave there at any time you know um, so I know I couldn't have saved anybody from anything that, that that's not what we're here to do um, and I know that there are times when I really I just I just shouldn't interfere like I, lo I love to help people but there comes a point where you're interfering and you're robbing people of lessons because they chose their path they chose lessons before they were born and if you interfere too much you rob them of those lessons I truly believe that and and you know same goes for me if someone helped me just you know too much what would I be learning you know every challenge is an opportunity for growth I'll say it again so um, so I went raw while I was there just to see like if I could do it and I could and I did I just didn't eat enough because it was go 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 and I wasn't making recipes and things and I was just eating very simple raw and then like things would come up that's the way it is back there like something pops up an opportunity to see someone or someone else hears you're in town and and I know, I have known for a while I need to be by myself for a year and just really take care of myself for a year. So that is what is going to happen. And before I knew this was going to happen, before I knew I was going to break up with my partner because that was not planned, it just happened this morning. Last night, after listening to that interview, I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to, to Lissa's original book, um, her 30-day meal plan. I've never followed it like a meal plan. I've never used that book the way it was intended. I have most of her books, but I've always picked and choosed my recipes, and, uh, and they're great recipes, like phenomenal recipes. Um... But now I'm in a place, you know, especially in the midst of a breakup, you don't feel like eating. I don't. I just, um, what better time, the timing is good to just follow a roadmap for eating. I know that if I follow her 30 day meal plan, I'm going to get all the nutrients and calories that I need. Um, it's going to be a challenge to eat all of that. It's way more than I'm used to, but, uh, I have tried <laughs> every combination, every approach, I think, to to going raw, um, and I have not tried actually following her meal plan the way that Nate did. Uh, 
for the full 30 days and just it takes a lot of uh, pressure off of me to figure out what I'm gonna eat for the day and it'll allow me to plan ahead yeah fail to plan uh, fail to plan plan to fail so yeah it'll allow me to plan and it is going to be more work, but um, it's going to be worth it. I think it was Mel B said in a TikTok the other day something about if you have two choices before you, choose the harder one because you will grow more. And that comes back to me a lot ever since I saw that. I think it's, it's a really good rule of thumb. Maybe not with the relationship because I've chosen the harder way, which was staying, I don't know, um, I guess today was leaving was the harder and that's what I chose. I'm not going to overanalyze that. It's, this is, uh, been going on for a long time. Great person. We're both good people. Enough said. It's an overcast day here in Chicago, but I am feeling hopeful. I'm feeling relieved and sad and hopeful. That probably doesn't make any sense, but I bet a lot of you have been right where I am. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end, right? It's gonna be okay. I hope you're all doing fantastic. I hope you, I hope you're raw. <laughs> if not, I hope you are giving yourself what you need, giving yourself the love you need and the respect you need. This next year is going to be something else. I am going to be traveling. My nephew asked me, where are you going to live? I said, well, like my friend Matt says, in the universe. <laughs> I'm going to be living in the universe. <laughs> where are your plans? Where are you going? I don't know. And I'm okay with that. I'll be dog sitting for, uh, for those friends again um, at the end of this week. And then I'll go back again in October. Other than that, I'm just going to be working on animal communication sessions and still doing a little gig work, still doing a little shift, doing a little DoorDash even I did in Iowa. Um, and it's good to know, like, I can work anywhere I go and I think my days as a gig worker are numbered. Things just keep um, improving and progressing and makes me very happy. And I feel like I'm just becoming more and more my true self. So that's the best part. Some really amazing things has have happened. Like, um, you know, I see angel numbers now more than ever. And there are just so many beautiful ways, if you keep your eyes open, that you can be supported and see, like, the universe has totally got your back. 
I used to want to plan and control and figure out everything. And then maybe about a month ago, I started telling myself to just roll with it. Anytime I felt myself getting upset about something, I'd be like, just roll with it. Even in traffic a lot of the time, you know, roll with it, Sherry, relax. The angels have your back. And uh, surrender was another thing I told myself a lot that I'm still telling myself. And this is really working out for me. It's really working out. I really like that approach so much more than I thought I would. I thought it would be a lot harder. But beautiful things happen when you take that approach. My, um, my journaling and affirmations really changed through. through. I, I finished a whole notebook uh, while I was in Iowa, and I didn't realize that entire book had been affirmations and Tesla 369 affirmations. And um, they started out like very, um, <laughs> I don't want to say complicated, but long and detailed, and they became more and more simple. And now the only thing that I write, and I do it three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon and nine times before I go to sleep is I'm so happy and grateful that I attract abundance of all kinds. And really that's, that's all I need. I needed to simplify it and everything just keeps showing up. It's been really beautiful. Unexpected things. Settlements. I didn't even know I was part of like the Facebook settlement and um, some finger scan settlement. It's like unexpected money like that has been coming my way and opportunities and it's just beautiful. And I realized maybe I mentioned this in my last podcast, but I, I know I always say every challenge is an opportunity for growth, but one day it hit me. I wish I could remember what I was watching. Oh, I know it was a TikTok about a woman. Um, talking about also talking about like surrender and and rolling with it and things like that and and then I realized oh and she would just kind of let her day give her day to to the universe and I realized oh every challenge even though I'd been saying this for so long every challenge is an opportunity for growth like if you just hand your day over to the universe you'll get lesson after lesson after lesson where you have a choice to make and how you react and you get to just keep leveling up and things get better and better so it's not a starship to the moon <laughs> it's not a rocket launch it doesn't it's not this beautiful pristine trajectory of course not I think mine looks like a pile of spaghetti, <laughs> my personal growth, but it is growth and I'll take it. So enjoy your pile of spaghetti, <laughs> your pile of raw spaghetti and uh, just accept that it's growth and we're not going for perfection. We're going for consistency and, and evolution and raising our vibration in every little way that we can and just moving in the right direction I'm proud of you 
no matter where you are on your journey, know that I am proud of you and I'm proud of me. And this has not been <laughs> the most perfect day. It's been a really hard day, but it's growth. And growth is usually not comfortable. Take a deep breath. You're doing great. Tomorrow I start my 30-day meal plan. And it's going to be a very different kind of week because I'm not packing my belongings until I get back from California. So that's a couple weeks away. to take it one day at a time just like the meal plan I'm seriously shopping for my groceries one day at a time I am being raw one day at a time which is what she's always suggested it was her approach um, so and just a little reminder she's not on a pedestal really am cognizant of not putting people on pedestals it's just not healthy for us we're all human beings we're all on different paths and finding our way carpe diem <laughs>